Welcome to Hashtag Resilience. I'm Watson Jordan, your host. I lead the Resilience Initiative where we research and promote resilience from around the globe and back to you, our listeners. Our big idea, we can develop resilience. Our promise, we will show you how with inspirational stories and straightforward ideas. Learn more about us and my book, Mine, Ours, and Yours, A Father's Journey Through the Life and Death of a Child at www.hashtagresilience.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello. This episode of Hashtag Resilience is part of our Stronger and Wiser series where we investigate what we can learn from the 2020 COVID pandemic. Today, we're joined by Brittany Cole, who runs Career Thrivers. Their vision at Career Thrivers is to be the premier learning and development partner for an inclusive workplace and thriving workforce. Their mission is providing targeted leadership development curriculum, programs, and strategy that enhances equity in the workplace. Well, welcome to Hashtag Resilience, Brittany. I'm thrilled you're here. Thank you, Dr. Jordan. I appreciate you having me. And congratulations on your um, uh, the upcoming launch of your book and, and the podcast here. Really excited to be with you today. Thank you so much. Well, let's talk about you. Can Tell our listeners kind of a little bit of your story, but it's always fun to know what people are doing right now and what they're excited about. And I always people that write a book, I always want to hear about their book because it uh, that's a quite an accomplishment to get published. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing and what you're excited about. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, Brittany Cole here. Um, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm standing in my in my home office right here in Nashville today. And one of my core beliefs is that every experience is an opportunity for continuous improvement. And so that kind of model for my life was really shaped initially by my dad. So I am the youngest of three. I have two older brothers. And growing up, one of the quotes that both my brothers and I could could tell you, if like, what's one of the things that dad would always say? He would always tell us that the biggest room in our house was the room for improvement. And so that kind of mindset helped to to really be a, a guiding light and guiding belief for me in terms of just navigating through undergrad and, and just professional pursuits. And so I spent 12 years in the healthcare space, um, in corporate, doing everything from sales to marketing to sales management, and really came to really marry the, the work that I was doing professionally, but also my love for people in leadership development through diversity and inclusion work. So it was through that work, uh, it kind of sparked an entrepreneurial um, fire within me, one that was kind of already uh, sparked, but kind of put, put the gas on it through some of the work that I was doing inside of my organization. And through that, the short story is um, ended up launching a, a speaking and coaching business that ended up turning into um, career thrivers. And so we are an inclusive leadership development firm, and we have the pleasure of partnering with organizations to really help them cultivate culture 
is the simplistic way to say it, but we all know that cultivating culture within an organization takes a lot of work. It takes intention and daily work. And so getting to work with leaders, helping them do that kind of work and also helping to support professionals as they navigate their career um, has been such a joy. And so that is what I'm up to these days. I would say, you know, 2020 is definitely the year of resilience and coupled with the um, healthcare pandemic, we are all aware of the racial one um, that we've all experienced right alongside with it. And so because of that, a lot of our work with Career Thrivers has just really accelerated in terms of really helping primarily organizations who may have kind of dipped their toe into the work of what does inclusive leadership look like, but really wanting to operationalize it this year and really understand how they can be better leaders and how to cultivate better leaders um, so that everyone within an organization can thrive. So that is what I have spent the vast majority of my time doing uh, this year. In addition to that, as you mentioned, um, I also published my first book. And so um, Thrive Through It, and, and we share this, this powerful theme of resilience. And through Thrive Through It, my mission is really to help people redefine resilience, the way that we think about it, the way that we kind of champion um, what I like to sometimes call this pseudo strength of how do you go through a loss that in, in, in many instances, it ends up being very traumatic for people, um, like this year has been for, for most of us. But then Oftentimes when we think about resilience, it's we're thinking about it through the lens of trying to bounce back. So we have this retrospective view of resilience, trying to get back to a place um, that we were at before we experienced a loss. And my thought and, and through the book, through research and through great um, personal stories and stories of, of friends, um, strangers and family, um, I'm able to shed some light on how we can really redefine that and think of it a little bit more proactively. So that's a little bit about me, um, what I'm up to these days and the book that you can check out more at Thrive Through. Uh, and just to let our listeners know, the um, links for Brittany and for the book will be in the episode notes. So don't need to scramble to write that down. It'll be in the episode notes. And I love that for me, how those two things go together, that in the the remaking of ourselves, in the, the progress we make, so often uh, I might know I want to make some progress. I might know its name, but if I can find someone, a way shower, perhaps, to help me get there, then I end up at that place where uh, I'm re, redone and better, you know, because one of the, the core pieces is, and I, I joke sometimes, the worst group in the world would be six people that are all me. That would be the worst. That would be myopia perspective, you know, only one way to look at it. And it is hard to really be great with such a limited, dim view. And one of the things that you do is really put miracle grow on organizations that want to expand that, that want to literally go that's exactly right. And these are ways that we can do that. So I just love that. So, but you talked about resilience and we're all about resilience here. So, and we have our 531 plan, which has three elements. There's an inner circle, there's a community, and there's a core belief. So that's really important. And we love that, but it would be fun to learn which of those, which one, 
have you been leaning on most recently? Uh, so what do you think, Brittany? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say this year and likely for most of us, it's probably our core beliefs. And so, you know, I truly believe, so So there's that word again, that when we think about the decisions that we make, like if you think of your decisions as kind of if we're, we're looking at a pyramid, if decisions are at the top, right? They're the final, final thing that you do. If you think about like what really drives our decision making, I believe it's a few things. Um, you know, one, it's our vision. So, you know, what do we believe we're moving towards, right? That helps us to say, okay, I want to decide to go right instead of left, Right. But even then, before you get to vision, if you think about, well, what informs my vision, what informs how I see things that I can't actually see yet? Um, I believe it's it's two things. One, it's your values, but then your values are truly shaped by your beliefs. So when I think about, you know, the decisions that I've made this year, you know, the, 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 the decisions that all of us likely have had to make that we weren't expecting to make. Um, at the end of the day, the core of that decision making really comes down to what we believe. You know, um, and for me, it's like, well, it's one thing to kind of regurgitate perhaps what you've been told to believe. But when you're in moments like adversity, like loss, like change, like challenge, um, those moments reveal what you actually believe. And one of the easiest ways to understand, well, well you know, Brittany, what do I actually believe is to look at your behavior, right? Is to go back to the top of that pyramid and say, well, what decisions am I making? Because we make decisions that are in line with our beliefs. And so, you know, I think that um, I'm a huge proponent of, of introspection. And I think um, as Americans, we don't spend enough time doing that. I think 2020 has, has taught all of us how to, how to slow down and spend a little bit more time thinking about how we think. And, you know, part of that is uncovering what do I actually believe beyond what I've been told to believe beyond what maybe I grew up believing, like, what do I actually believe now? Um, and utilizing a mirror to say, what are the actions that I'm taking that help put up a mirror to say, mm, do I really believe that? You know, as a business owner, do I really believe I can hit this revenue number? Well, what are the actions that I'm taking that correspond with that belief? So yeah, I would say for me, like resilience, absolutely. Um, it's about those other aspects too, right? Because then once you think about your, your, your beliefs, your core beliefs, then you say, well, who are those people? I think that was one of your, one of your other options there, you know, who's in your circle then to kind of help to hold you accountable to what it is that you said you believe um, as you, as you journey forward. So yeah, I, I think that's a, that's an awesome framework and I'm, I'm very much aligned to that core beliefs piece. I really like that. And the, the mirror of our decisions is hard to rationalize. You know, it's, it is what it is. You know, this is, these are the decisions we made, you know, and that can be, I can either shrink from that or I can rise to that. So here's to rising to that and to, and to, to jump back to our, if I'm surrounded by the right people, and I'm fortified by the right communities, I think that's a great foundation to rise towards where I want to be. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's wonderful. So next, the book that we're putting together is titled Resilience, How the COVID-19 Pandemic Made Us Wiser and Stronger. So here we are. We're uh, we're on the edge of the end <laughs> or the beginning of the end or whatever wow. December is. Um, 
week left. Yeah. So what do you think about takeaways uh, from the COVID that make us wiser and stronger? I'm keen to hear kind of one or two things that come to mind. Um, sure. Well, one or two. So so thank you for those boundaries because <laughs> I feel like we've learned so much this year. Um, you know, I would say for me at the top of that list, um, you know, is, is is personal leadership. Some people may call it personal development, but I think that um, this year, unlike any other, has uncovered just how important that is um, as a leader. And I think for me, that's synonymous with wellness. That means, you know, for me as a leader running an organization, how am I being intentional about my emotional, mental, and also physical well-being to be able to not only run the business, but, you know, to help, you know, build and cultivate a team as well. And so when I think about, you know, most of the conversations that I've had this year, whether it's, you know, conversations with myself, conversations with my family, or even conversations with clients, you know, um, CEOs of organizations who are trying to tap into how do we, we've shifted from, you know, everyone being in the office together to now we're online, we're still trying to cultivate connection, but we want to be inclusive at the same time. (sighs) You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to this sense of personal wellness. And this year has really revealed how how oftentimes we neglect our own wellness, you know? And, and so for me, I'm standing in my office right now and across from me is a, is a whiteboard uh, with an acronym on it. I love acronyms and acrostics just as a way of helping people to retain information. And so this one says, be well. And for me, it, I mean, it's the, it's the lesson of this year. So the, the B is about believing beyond where you are. So you, we see what's happening around us, but then back to that idea of vision that's built on a core belief. Are you believing in, you know, what you can't see the manifestation of what's not here yet, but what you believe is down the road. So that that's the B Um, the E oftentimes in order to get there, you've got to encourage yourself daily. So what does that daily affirmation look like and not waiting for someone else to do it? Um, Because, you know, oftentimes, and I I know you know this um, as a leader, right? It's like everyone is looking to the leader for the motivation and inspiration, you know, and so you've got to get into that daily habit uh, of being what you need yourself in terms of that area. Um, The W of be well is right down where you want to be. And so, again, you know, you hear this common theme of, of vision that I believe in so much, but I think there is even accelerated power in literally writing it down. Right. So think not not just thinking about what you see that you haven't seen yet, but then taking the time to put it on paper somewhere. Um, and even if you don't like to write, like I love journals, I, I have a shelf on my bookshelf that's all journals. Um, and so I enjoy writing. But even if that's not your thing, I think at the very least, like write down what is the vision that you have for the life that you want to live for the business that you're building. I think that's so important. So doing that, the E of be well is to exercise your body. You don't have to be all about fitness, but do a little something every day. I think we've all learned that this year. Um, The L is to look for the lesson. So, you know, despite the loss, like, are you, do you have this mindset and perspective that even though I'm facing adversity, I'm looking for the lesson in this because there's something in this because I, because I'm experiencing it, there's something in it that I'm supposed to learn. And then the last L is to let your guard down. And, um, 
you know, I, I love Brene Brown's work. She talks about this a lot in terms of, you know, vulnerability and how vulnerability actually is courage. And, you know, as, as a black woman and, you know, as a coach for many other black women who are in their careers, I think this is one where, you know, there are, there's a lot of stuff around it because there are a lot of historical and systemic reasons why oftentimes as diverse talent, we don't let our guard down. You know, we, we wear the cape of like, you know, I'm strong. I can do it twice as well. But oftentimes um, I believe that can be counterproductive to our mental and emotional wellness. And so it's about, you know, having those authentic conversations and being able to show up authentically and sometimes to say, listen, I can't do it today and I'm not doing it today and knowing that that's okay. So, so for me, you know, the, the wellness piece has been huge this year. That's great. Let's do a quick learning activity. Yeah. I, I'm going to say the letter and you say what it means. Perfect. So the, the acronym is be well. Yes. So the B is for. Believe beyond where you are. The E is for. Encourage yourself daily. The W is for? Write down where you want to be. The E is for? Exercise your body. And the L? Look for the lesson. And the concluding L? Let your guard down. I love it. That was so fun. And that repetition repetition leads to cognition, which leads to uh, retention. So good for us. Well, now... Got a little instructional designer in you too, I can see. Yeah, I do. You, you know, <laughs> work in education long enough, uh, or you try to learn enough, you figure out how to repetition is the mother of skill. Um, well, we're going to go to our fun quick strike round. So, what is what book are you currently reading? Yeah, so I just started a fantastic book that I believe everyone should read. Um, it's called Cast: The Origins of Our Discontent. It's cast the origins of our discontent, and it's by um, Isabel Wilkerson. And again, what we'll put this in the um, episode notes. So, what music gets you going? Mm. Let's see, Beyonce. <laughs> um, anything? Beyond- well, I'll tell you what I was listening to right before this. I think this is my my 2020 anthem. Um, it's a song called "Unstoppable" by Korean Hawthorne. Is her hmm. name? Um, and you know, and so. Thinking about resilience, I mean, I think it's, it's an anthem for um, how to be resilient and unstoppable despite circumstances. So, yeah, I was listening to that right before I logged in. That, that's been my anthem this year. I love it. And the best advice you ever got? <sighs> the best advice I ever got. Hmm. The best advice I've ever gotten. Wow, that. That's a hard one, Dr. Jordan. I would say to end how I started, I'm thinking about that quote from my dad, the biggest room in our house is the room for improvement. And so navigating life with with that mindset of, you know, even when I hit the goal, it's like celebrated and then what's beyond it. Um, it's kind of how I live my life. So that, that's been the best advice. Well, it's great advice. And I, I think of it as kind of core foundational advice for how as a as a child, hearing that, you know, what type of belief system, what type of floor would you work from? That's pretty great. I mean, what was your dad's full name? We ought to recognize your dad. Yeah. Kenneth Johnson is his name. Thank you, Kenneth. Well, that's the end of our podcast. So now we say, 
Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners. Thank you. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Hashtag Resilience with Watson Jordan. Please reach out to me and let me know what you think. If you like our show, please subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. The episode notes include germane information about the show. Take a look. We're available for speaking and facilitating in addition to our researching, interview, and writing. Learn more about our work on resilience at www.hashtagresilience.com. That's all one word. Spread the word.